Look, I don't know about anybody else, but as long as I'm going to be promoting this fight myself, I want a lot more pressure put on for a rematch. Hey, we can get the same money for the two top contenders. Why go after Balboa? Why? Because there's still a lot of people out there that think he won. There's a lot of people out there accusing me of having the fight fixed, accusing me of being a fake and insulting my kids at school. That's why. You want to hear the truth? Yeah, I want to hear the truth. The truth is that last time he was damn lucky. Now he's all finished. I mean, he's been hanging around doing nothing for six months. And any trainer worth anything wouldn't have nothing to do with him. Now I say, let's go after some new meat. Forget this bum. You think I beat him the last time, do you? Hmm? You got the decision. Man, I won, but I didn't beat him. Do you expect me to talk? To episode 69 of Do You Expect to Stock? 69, thinking, dude! <laughs> Sorry. 69, yo! This is the naughty episode where we all get naughty. Yeah, <laughs> if we sound like we got our mouths full, just bear with us. <laughs> if you read the show notes to the previous episode, you'll see that I've had, it's my not my first time, but my fifth time, so. Yes. That so that explains week. that. This week it's uh, 69. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so oh, so uh, we we might actually uh, be a little bit rude. I know it's not like no, it's unlike us on this show to kind of misbehave. Well, we're very and, clean, aren't we? Um, <laughs> very squeaky clean all the time. Yes. But anyway, what what was it, Becca? What, what are we doing <laughs> tonight? It's the rematch of the century as we discuss Rocky Two. Hang on, which century? This one. Uh, yeah, but. Dave, it was that good that it it, 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 fall, it it falls into like this century as well because it's not been yet to want to be top it yet. So All right, that's until enough. Rocky Three, maybe. <laughs> At least that's the logic I'm going with. There okay, is, is a rematch. Right? Yes. All right. Fair <laughs> enough. Let's t- tell us a bit more about Rocky Two. My face hurts. Oh dear. <laughs> Oh, God, we start back off already. Come on. Oh. God, this is going to be a long show, isn't it? <laughs> Starring Swiss Stone, Carl Weathers, Bert Young, Talia Shire, Burgess Meredith, not Burgess Meredith. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry about that, folks. It's actually quite subtle when I edited it. It took me about three times to hear it. It was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> sorry, Mer- Burgess Meredith. Well, it's because I said Mickey first. I was talking about Oscars, and I went, Bert Young and Mickey. Sorry, not Mickey, Burgess Meredith. <laughs> 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 All right. So, anyone music else? By, <laughs> music by Bill Conti, not Tom Conti. Written and directed by Sly Stallone and released in 1979. What do you reckon to this best Rocky movie ever? Who some people seem to think. Is it, is it the best Rocky movie ever? Who, who, who says <laughs> I don't think anyone thinks that. <laughs> no, I was, I was doing a bit of research and kind of reading up on like the critical and, and popular reception of they this stuck film. They it on as a tagline or something. They did. No, there's, there's quite a few... Um, there's a sort of fan forum that I was looking on um, and there's one guy who was like 
this is not just the best sequel, it's like the best film ever. And I was like, really? Really? But um, no, anyway. <laughs> but yeah, what, what do you think of this film? Dave, start us off. This is actually probably uh, my favourite Rocky film. Um, now, it's not, it's not the best Rocky film. Uh, that'll be quite clear as we go through it. I mean, it is... I mean, ju- just from a presentation perspective, I've got the Blu-ray, and it's a horrible transfer. It's grainy as hell compared to last week's film, so they've made nothing like the effort on it. It's strangely the most dated. I mean, Rocky's got kind of bouffant hair. I couldn't help but think of Timothy Dalton when I was watching it. <laughs> I, I thought of that as well. I thought... <laughs> <laughs> um, so I got a bit of Tim's got bouffant envy, I thought. I thought. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> The score is very um, much funkier than last week and hence slightly more dated. It's got horrendous dialogue in it. It's got pacing problems. But I saw it first, and whilst that doesn't always do the job, I mean, my first Bond film was The Man with the Golden Gun, and it's quite clearly not my favourite. But this film... I think it started with a recap of the first film, and I genuinely found... I mean, it doesn't look as real now, but at the time the amount of damage they had on their faces kind of unsettled me when I watched the start of Rocky and I saw uh, Rocky two and I saw the end of the first film, I was like, Oh, that's horrible. What they've done to each other there. And, but there was something about the rush to the hospital with that sort with that track redemption playing over it, which I really like. And, you know, it had a happy ending, which as a kid made it kind of indistinguishable from the first film, but like, more enjoyable because it kind of got the quote-unquote right result even though it, it kind of undermines the first one because it was never actually about winning so i've got a lot of problems with it as we go through it and i'll pick an awful lot of flaws with it but if someone just said to me randomly throw on a rocky film there's a very good chance i'd pick this one um and it's enough of a piece with the first one even though it's a step down that it kind of makes it feel like one long film um with the first one so yeah i really really like it chris yeah i mean i think um i, th- I think the, th- the thing is when with rocky it can it's it, it stands alone on its own it doesn't need any of it, any sequels attached to it which is kind of why it feels of a, of a piece so maybe like a follow-up to this to to rocky woods anyway sort of just pale in comparison um i think as far as sequels goes this is probably like the best you can possibly go i mean I, I do have two different uh, different like thoughts on, on on it. I mean, on one hand, I think it's a very good sequel. I think it 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 picks up from the original and and ca- and carries on the on the character's journey with a with a logical sort of sense of direction. Uh, and the other part, of me thinking you're just basically remaking Rocky, but with a happier ending, like the like the 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 the, the popular more like. Um, so say the the populist version of Rocky, you know, where it's like bigger budget, uh, more more dramatized, you know, more more dramatized, bigger, better, and with a happy ending kind of thing. But there there is stuff in it that kind of like that picks up from where we left the characters and brings them to the rematch, which kind of feels yes, that feels right. That yes, that feels like it has something to say. And I think so. I think it's not without merits. I mean, there are. It doesn't portray the first film other than Rocky was never about him winning. No. So having a rematch where we get to see him winning as some sort of catharsis almost defeats the object of the first film. But other than that, it doesn't portray it. I do think, and honestly, I do think it does 
a good job that that actually explains why and in in in, in a way that well I believe that I believe that's a, a natural way way it would actually go. I mean, like, you know, if 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 let's just say in the world where Rocky is real. Right, I believe this would happen. You know, you know, if, if when Rocky actually when Rocky one literally happened in like in the real world, like I I I do think this is probably like a logical way of how things would happen. Um, you know, or be it like you know circumstances, whatever. It, it did occur to me today, Chris, that if this if this was reality and this was now, there was one version of the you know heavyweight title of the guy who pretends to be five foot ten who ain't and yeah. ain't is fighting for it. <laughs> if this was all real, the concerning thing is there's no doubt I'd have been desperate for fucking Creed to win this. <laughs> if this was reality. Because I kind of like dominant champions. I, I like the result to be a little bit in doubt. But there's no way I would have wanted Webner to beat Ali, for example. And it would be the same here, that I think back to when Tyson lost to Buster Douglas, and as great as a, a, an upset that was, and as and as sort of historic as it was in its way, you just looked at Buster Douglas and thought he'll never be that good again. He's no, he's not actually as good as he's shown tonight, and it's been exaggerated by Tyson in this in that case not being as well trained on that night. So I thought, well, he's he's destined to like lose his title fairly quickly anyway. And I think the blot on an all-time great, I think back to somebody like Roy Jones Jr. in the 90s. He went in with a guy called Montel Griffin, and he was unbeaten, and he was he was one, becoming one of the greats. And he lost in, like, the ninth round or, or something like that. And it was like a blot on his copybook. So when he went for the rematch, he knocked him out in a round. He, he just beat him really, really quickly. And I just know that that's how I would have wanted this to be in reality. Yeah, you you wanted like Creed just to have him in the first round done dusted, kind of. Yeah, like the last time was a fucking fluke. Yeah, and uh, and, and and that that's perfectly fine. But in, in... that's not what I want in this film. Don't get me wrong, but I just know in reality that's yeah. In fairness, the film never really looks to what the public, the general public opinion is. I mean, like the only re- thing we see is. Rocky running with a bunch of kids in Philadelphia, but in fairness, that's his hometown, so there is a chance that he probably will have that support. Well, well, Creed tells us, Apollo tells us what the public are telling him. Yes, but he's written by, uh, they're basically written by people who are just telling it, you know, that they're disappointed or, I mean, and, and, and to be fair, you know, he's got a bunch of letters, they're not exact, they wouldn't necessarily be the, the grand the overall opinion of... No, he's, just, he's picking on it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Becca, what did you think? I enjoyed it. Um, I still... Uh, it's quite difficult to say. Um, I didn't. I enjoyed it, but I didn't enjoy it quite as much as, as the first film, just because I'm still very new to the series. Um, but you know, I thought... I, I, I agree about the, the script problems. Um, some, some of the aspects of the dialogue are very, very clunky. Um, and so I think, you know, you've still got a way to go in terms of writing the dialogue. Um there are some pacing issues probably around the last but the middle of the film towards the last sort of last hour or so um again it doesn't really pick up until until the final fight um there are some silly aspects to it <laughs> i think are a little bit ridiculous um some of the editing is a bit kind of weird this is probably one of the most 70s movies i will ever watch um despite it being on the cusp of like end of the 70s beginning of the 80s it's more dated than the first one it is, yeah. I think I think that obviously there's a lot of funk sort of going on with with the score there, and yeah, I think that, that kind of dates it horribly, but that doesn't hold it against it definitely. 
and also in terms of Rocky's hair. <laughs> That's why I'm such a hairy baby. Well, it, it's, <laughs> and it, it is like, I mean, I think the thing with it looking dated is because I think almost like because it has has a budget, so it kind it of does, it yeah, kind of blows up with the with the, with the first one. Everything's kind of like low down and cheap, and then it's kind of like a lot lot of the shots are kind of dark or you know. Yeah, it's, there's it's, a lot it's, more it's, studio it's, weight behind it now, it, doesn't it? So it's shot on like poor locations where like t- where they almost. You have time, you know, more of a timeless sort of quality to it, or you can kind of get away because a lot of it's kind of like very dark and gr- grim. Yeah, definitely. Um, I don't, you know, nothing, nothing wrong with it yeah, yeah, yeah. at all. You know, that's you know, it, it is what it is, and this time obviously you've got more money behind it, and you've got a lot more things to play with. Um, but no, definitely, you know, I've, I've sort of really enjoyed it. Um, it's, it's, it's a worthy sequel. Um, for me, I do think it's one of those sequels that's better than the original, um, but it does stand up there, kind of shoulder to shoulder with it for sure. Um, but no, I, overall, I, yeah, I. Quite enjoyed it. So I watched I it a couple the, of times in the run after this. So, I think the other two observations I'd make on the film, one good, one bad. I think I'd say, um, it's noticeably funnier than the first film. Now, it's not a comedy, but there are some funny lines and funny sequences in it. And we'll, I think I'll save that for when we get to the scene to scene. But there's a couple of bits where Rocky has a really good line, and there's a couple of scenes that are quite funny. But it's definitely more cliched. I mean that whole movie coma thing we'll get to. Um, yeah, yeah, that's one thing I did think was a kind of bit of a epic cliche. But I say it was it was handled. My sort of five senses, it was handled quite sensitively. It was something that you've seen in sort of you know TV movies or sort of daytime TV dramas. Um, and it was sort of by now by our standards today is a little bit of a cliche. But I think it was something that was handled quite sensitively yeah. uh, by Stallone. I think he's he kind of got brought a real sensitivity to it as something that was quite you know it's got a sort of major you know crux of the plot. I think it's something that he kind of he wrote quite sensitively. I can't speak. So that, wrote yeah. sensitively about it. I think. Uh, I mean, yeah. I mean, Stallone's a sensitive guy as well. Yeah. Come on. But no. Um. I. I. I do think there is. You know, for its clichedness, I do think there is logic to it. I think there is. There's a reason why it's there. You know, and I'm. I'm I'll, I'll probably say say why or why I think it. I think it is as we go through the film. As we kind of get to there, uh, but I think it's largely down. Uh, it's down largely down to connected tissue between this and the first film. I think there is um, like something that sort of halt like connection between Rocky and Adrian that um, that connects the two. Maybe not so much in the in the next few films. I think that kind of falls by the wayside there. But but we'll see. I see what you guys think anyway. Well, in the first film, just to go backwards just for a moment. I almost think that the scene in the first film where he's in his little sort of bedsit, his one room, and he's sat on the bed and Adrian's lying on the bed and he says, no one's ever taken, Creed's never been taken the distance before, I can't win. Where he says to her that he just wants to go to the, the distance, he just wants to prove he's belonged in there, you know, effectively. I almost feel like had he not unburdened himself with that to Adrian, he wouldn't have done. That scene is almost key in that once he unburdens himself with, let's not be silly here, but this is what I want to do, it almost becomes achievable in a way that had he gone in there under the pretense he was trying to win, he might not have. So I definitely think that connection with with Adrian is key, and and it is very, very key in this film. Oh, definitely, definitely. I'm, I might as well just say I think um, 
the, the, for the key for Rocky. I mean, particularly in these two films, I'd be interested to see if I see it in the other 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 films after this. But when you when you watch Rocky and you watch Rocky Two, I I do think what Stallone was going for was Adrian is, is essentially has Rocky's heart and Rocky's actual drive to win. When uh, in the in the first Rocky before either him and Adrian got together. Um, Rocky's kind of very downtrodden. He didn't care about himself because no one but, cared about him. But once he got with Adrian, he kind of found his drive. He found his heart, you know, and he found he can actually do this. I mean, like before he was just, purpose, I think. yeah. And I think when it comes to that scene where she's like, I mean, the, the, there is we'll go for the film, but there is they, they do kind of like you know um, they they do have disagreements on. Where, what, what they want, Adrian doesn't want him to do the fight, but you know he feels like he need, he, he still needs to, but still he still doesn't have that kind of like drive. And when she has the co- uh, has the the coma after the birth, he doesn't train; he stays with her because it's like I, I can't do it, I can't do anything. And so, and I, and I think there's a like there's a certain sort of relief of yeah. burden whenever she wakes up. She said, you know, as as cheesy as it is, but let's, like, let's hold that. Yeah, let's hold. But yeah, it, there's a scene around that. They definitely try to do it in three. And they try to do it well in three in that they don't suddenly pretend Adrian wants him to fight. But he definitely is better after a conversation with her. But obviously, we'll get to that next week. Um, this film starts the... Let, let's go into the sort of... Shall we discuss this film sequentially, folks? Yeah, why not? So, um, Becca, this starts the process of like showing us the bits of the previous film. We don't get that for Rocky Balboa because it's like 15, 16 years later and we certainly don't get it for Creed. But up to including five, we start with the previous film. Now, I think you were expecting that. How did it play for you? I think, I think now we're accustomed to kind of like previously on such and such show. And yeah, for me, it was very much pretty much previously on Rocky. Um, but no, it kind of it followed, the, you know, sort of a uh, predicted sort of pattern, really. Um, obviously, they didn't sort of a gap in between but like for, for us for example because we're watching them almost back to back um or like yourselves we're very familiar with them um yeah it was, it was kind of okay it was kind of like a precede kind of, you know how you expect things to go and just a reminder of, of what happened what happened last time what the outcome of the match was um but i think this one uh, there was still not there's anything wrong with it it's still kind of fairly predictable i think you can kind of there's a there's an arc we you know you can tell where it's going to go but no, it worked out okay. Yeah, so you, you basically sort of get to relive Rocky, Rocky again, don't you? In the first like yeah, it's like, two, like a, two it's Rocky, but in a in a mini, you know, cut cut down to about sort of three or four minutes or that. Yeah, yeah, so. and uh, yeah, which I I kind of like. It makes you go like, oh, yeah, I, 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 I like this. This is like reminds me of like the good time I had last time around. So it's 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 a nice sort of reminder. It picks things up to where they are now, and there's like sort of brief like. Uh, you're not going to get a rematch, don't want one. <laughs> I, yeah, that's the thing. It's just like, there ain't going to be a rematch. And it's like, oh. And and then, obviously, in this film, he's pushing for that rematch, hasn't he? It's just like, Rah. Yeah. So. <laughs> but, you know. But, that's the only thing that makes me laugh. I know. But, I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll be honest. Um, judging through what Creed's character is like, I I, I won't be at all surprised if he wanted a rematch because to him, it's like, it's almost like an embarrassment. He's like, hang on, this... No, this guy's done two things that people have never, never done: knocked me down and gone the distance. Now I'm kind of now this guy's like come from nowhere, and now I'm feeling like, fuck, uh, I've got to prove myself now. 
and it's 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 almost like I think a thing with all competitive champions, or maybe not all, but I'm uh, maybe generalising it, but it's not too much stretch to say that that would play on someone who's quite competitive and is quite, and especially someone who's got an ego, like you know, an ego is what Creed has. You know, he's very big personality. Um, he's very proud. He, he he wants to prove himself. It's like, well, no, I've got to prove myself to to everyone that I am the world champ, and this wasn't just a fluke. You know, it's like it's no good me just saying it's a fluke. I've got to go out and prove it. And so that's what kind of plays in his head. Um, and 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 I can completely buy that sort of person would would want a rematch just to kind of like yeah, silence the the critics, which obviously you know he. he, he we see that he gets, you know, which kind of like, which he which he homes in on, he focuses on because he's like, he can't yeah, he has the kind of, he receives the hate mail, doesn't he? Well, yeah, I mean, like, we don't know how many hate mails we've got. I mean, it looks like he's got like what ten or twenty. I mean, we're jumping ahead here. He's, 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 he's got at least two people letters people I've got. Yeah. Well, yeah, he's got, <laughs> that, he's got more than that. Him, he's got more than that, but it's like you know that. But I, I'm 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 assuming that he's 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 it's more about. From what he feels inside, you know, rather than like yes, the his whole pride has been hurting. Yeah, so you know, you know, bear in mind is these are days before like Twitter and trolling and things like that. So it's like they don't come in the same mass. You know, yeah, you, you have to physically write a letter and send it. <laughs> so, <laughs> but, these things called letters, children. You had to write them physically. We had no <laughs> Facebook, no Twitter, no nothing. Just pen and paper. You missed the tweet. You were a twat. You're sincere. <laughs> You're sincere, Bob. Um, I know we get to see like the other the other side of the coin, don't we? I mean, obviously the first film was all about Rocky trying to trying to prove himself that he wasn't a bum, that he did he did have self respect, um, that he could you know he could he could. Um, he could present himself on on the world stage, as it were, and um, and, and claim the world champion title. Um, and now, obviously, it's um, it's Creed's turn to kind of right to prove himself. Look, I am the champion. Yeah. I can do it. We, we, and we, it's, it's, yeah, it's basically kind of just you know, he's obviously te- his ego is taking a, a bit yeah. of a beating, more than a bit of a beating. Well, the thing is, it's easy when you're in the well, it's not easy, but it, it's understandable when you're in the ring. Your ribs are broken. You were out on your feet. You, you, you're quite relieved yourself to get to the end bell. There ain't going to be no rematch. He's then got to travel to the hospital and be alone with his thoughts for a moment, thinking, how the hell did I get here? And so by the time they get to the hospital, he's screaming for a rematch. And it's because the press are there. And it, there's a bit of showmanship in it. There's a bit of the press there. I quite like the rush to the hospital. There's something about that I quite like. It just gives it a grandeur. That they've got to get these guys to the hospital immediately, and you also like sort of tell them in the sense that it, it, the direction here is is uh, is different from before. You know, it's like we don't we didn't see um, sort of shots like sort of the tracking shots of the uh, of the ambulance and with the, with the credits. It was like it like feels like a different sort of film almost. No, okay, no, no, yeah, This film will feel very different as we go through it. But I notice it in different things. I, I notice it with things like um, I certainly notice it in the boxing scenes, and I, I notice it in some of the dialogue. That even though Stallone wrote the last film, he's now got a little bit less. He's a little bit less controlled. He's a little bit less on a leash, so he's being able to indulge himself a bit more. I think. Um, I think. So, what sort of what di- which dialogue do you take issue? Or like, what do you think is pr- is particularly bad written? 
there's a there's a few bits in it, but we'll get to a scene later when he's wanting to fight again, and his dialogue to Adrian is, is awful. But is it the like? Uh... I never asked you to stop being a woman. That just comes out of no. For me, that just comes out of nowhere. Is is I just I was like, what? Uh, left me scratching my noodle. I was like, what the hell do you mean? I mean, we are we are jumping ahead here a lot, really. But I do think that is large. Well, at least I read it as. Uh... I can't from a, from a kind of point of view because this this is the point where they are they have no money. I mean, the, the money that Rocky thought he'd have there has isn't there now. You know, he, he was hoping to sort of live off advertising, but then that didn't pan out, and now he's like looking for jobs back to where he's back to square one essentially, and now he kind of wants to provide for Adrian, and the only way he can actually think of doing that is. Now by, oh, okay. by, 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 by fighting. fighting. So when so when okay. he so when he says to Adrian, "Oh, I'm never sorry, but you know, to, to, uh, to stop me to how to be a man," it's like you know, I want to provide for you. I can't, I can't mm-hmm. let you sort of go back to the pet shop and 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 go back to square one. You know, I, I'm too proud and that now. And plus, I you know, I I need to have this instinct. I want to be able to be the man you you know to look after you. You know, and that's I think that's where he's coming from, rather than sort of like being like. I'm a fighter. I can, you know, I oh, I have to do this. I mean, that's partly there as well. But I, 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 I yeah, enough. Never mind. no, 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 it's, it's not. I mean, like you know, it's. I mean, that's how I read it. I mean, I, I'm sure people have different interpretations, but I don't know. Dave agrees. But <laughs> I agree with what it's trying to do. It just, it, 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 just, it just comes off as corny. Yeah, it's just badly. Written. Yeah, it's, it's a bit kind of. But let's take a step back. They're rushed to the hospital. Rocket. They're both pretty beaten up. Rocky is in danger of losing his sight in one eye, and Apollo Creed has got uh, internal bleeding. So they're both in hospital for some time. Yeah, so we have a scene where, like, basically Rocky's in bed, and he sort of then he gets out because he has a, he has to have an operation on his eye, and they have like uh, him and Creed have a little show, like showy shout. Well, Creed basically sort of like calls him out in the middle of everyone <laughs> in, in in the hospital, and then. Um, Rocky has to go in surgery for his eye, which actually looks kind of very... It doesn't look very pleasant, does it? looks very painful. It is that right eye. It is the one where he said, cut me, Mick. Yeah. So obviously what happens is the surgeon takes one look at it and says there's been foul play here because he's been cut by a razor. Rocky loses his uh, licence pending uh, an investigation. Mickey's banned from uh, <clears throat> training ever again, and we go to credits. <laughs> <laughs> and, that, and, that, and that's Rocky too. <laughs> that's Rocky doing That was a quick film, wasn't it? Rocky goes in to see Apollo. Apollo's in bed, and he just says, "Did you give me your best?" And Apollo says, "Yes." And then we don't stick for it for a lot longer. The next scene, because um... I think that that's all Rocky actually wants. And he wants to say, "Okay, fine, you gave it. Your, you gave it your best." And you think of Apollo? Think Apollo actually means that when he said it. Yes. So, like, because part of him thinks that he... It, it's not whether he was at his best. I don't think he was as trained as he could have been. Yeah. But he gave his best at every moment in the ring, particularly given he was knocked down in the first round. That woke him up no trouble. Yeah. But the next scene made me smile because they come out of the hospital and it's clearly still winter. So January, February time. And... It just reminded me of the first film where he says, take her to the zoo. Retards look like the zoo. 
So he takes her to the zoo and proposes. Yeah, that, I was just like, oh, really? Okay, pick somewhere else. To, to, to be fair, it's, it's kind of sweetly done, though. Oh, it really is. I thought it yeah, was. Yeah, it's a really sweet yeah. moment. And obviously, you've got you've got the tiger there, which will be a recurring theme later on in, in the series, um, and also on the back of the jacket that <laughs> that he buys for her. Oh dear. Um, but no, I mean that kind of that kind of. Um, I was going to say animal magnetism, but that well, <laughs> if he'd if he'd proposed in a different part of the zoo, then Rocky Three could have all been about the eye of the dolphin. Eye of the penguin. <laughs> What I really I love about this scene is it, it's this whole business of he's got eyes for no one but Adrian. Someone is trying to talk or to I. him about a way... Yeah, one oh, eye. Yes. <laughs> one eye. But someone's trying to talk to him about how he can make so much money and he's only half interested. Yeah. He's just... Yeah, I mean, it's, it is it's a bit of a switcheroo from, like, not really being that bothered um, post-agent and also still talking about, like, oh, yeah, well, you know, I can make money from his advertising. <laughs> So, but I think it's just like part of this. He's just a, like a guy who's not like particularly bright, you know. I mean, really the, isn't. the way he talks, he, he's bit... um, his intelligence level does go up and down through this series. It's low in this one. I mean, because it cuts from there to him getting married, uh, the pastor or priest or whatever. In full do Rambo Italian. hair as well. He's yeah, it's full an Italian fucking... wedding. Oh no, that's so funny. It's an Italian wedding. He's there bouffant as hell. Uh, and then Gazzo goes up to him and says, how much did you clear money-wise? And he says about 37 and a half grand. Now, we know he was paid 150. So the taxes must have been rather brutal. And he says, he tells Rocky he should invest it in condominiums. <laughs> and he just leaves it and says, I, I never use them. I never use them. <laughs> oh. I love the fact that he thinks Gazzo has gone up to him and gone, you should invest this in condoms. <laughs> it's, it's one of those things I just I just sort of groaned. I was like, oh, really? Is that, you know? It made me laugh, I have to say. Uh, yeah, it's, now, it's... But it did do, like, first few times I saw it. Yeah, definitely. I mean, it, it does make you cringe, especially when he's going around, like, like buying a new house and sort of, like, an agent's like, just trying to be a little bit sort of sensible, just being like, you know, well, you're not really sort of negotiating with him, are you? Or, you know, you're not, we're not even just looking around, like, yeah, you're all right, right. Hey, we'll take it! You know, he's like, what's <laughs> Well, he, just... goes, he goes and gets a car, and she's like, we don't need one, but he buys it. He can't it even drive it. it. He can't drive to save his life. No. Then um, he goes and buys that jacket with the tiger on the back and gets her a coat. And the gold. Then yeah. he goes and gets her watches. Then he goes and gets, this is the bit that shows how classy he really is. He goes and buys butt kiss a collar and a matching fucking uh, bracelet for himself. And then they go to look at That's a house. Cool. I mean, the, the, the sad thing is that we still kind of like see that today as well, especially when like, you know, when people like this get money and they just get it. They don't know how, yeah, to, do money. Don't know yeah, exactly. how to spend it. Yeah. And then they go and look at a house. And what I love about it is Rocky's just going on about how great it is straight away. He says, we ought to take it. She says, well, we can get a mortgage for this month, much at 9% interest or whatever it is she says, which tells you the era we're in, because 9% is not good. Or no. Was it seven? But it was high anyway. And uh, he says, oh, well, no, it's all right. We'll just take it. And and she's like, but we haven't seen upstairs. That's just details. That's <laughs> probably all good, you know. So they've got a house, a car, some new jewellery, watches, everything else. Buckus has a new collar. Buckus has a new collar. Uh, and it's all because he said yes to doing some commercials. Oh. 
and that's going to make him some money. Now, this is both funny and cringe-making and a bit sad all in one. Yeah, uh, I must say I did cringe all the way through that scene. I just, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what do we think? I, I tell you what, I wouldn't mind buying some beast aftershave though. But <laughs> 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 it makes you smell mainly. It, it makes, it it makes you smell mainly. <laughs> <laughs> and it makes the way it turns the women into beasts. <laughs> I, I, just, I, just, I felt really, I, I just felt really bad because it's just, you know, it's not his fault. <laughs> I mean, the, the thing is, though, like on, on any other like level, this would, if it's like a, a, a sketch show, this would be like a really funny, funny bit. But it's because mm. you, because you like you invest in the character, you, you, you kind of with him, you kind of like, yeah, yeah you sort of feel a bit. So oh. he's so and innocent. So, oh, it's so cheap and nasty because next year, next week, sorry. We'll cover a film that was made about three years later where Rocky does master commercials. I, I won't go into it any further now, but they look like proper professionally made commercials. Here, he's in very poor outfits, looks really stupid. It all looks really cheap. And it made me think of uh, Muhammad and with Ali. And with, with an arsehole director as well. Yeah, well, no when Muhammad Ali be. was coming up to the end of his career... I mean, he did make a couple of comebacks, but he, he signed with, I think it was IMG, the International Management Group. And they were trying. He wasn't as well off as he should have been because he had an awful lot of hangers on. And they were trying to, like, make him some money. And one of the things they did was, like, a farewell tour. So he would basically go around to dinners and do after-dinner speaking and all the rest of it. But one of the things I remember, um, whoever the guy was interviewed about it, saying was... The problem was they could go and get like a deal for, from Nike for like a six figure amount of money to like promote running shoes. But it turned out he signed away the rights to some asshole for $5,000 or something. And that this is a bit like this. This is a guy who's hijacked him as soon as he's walked out of the hospital and signed into something quite cheap and nasty. And the director is unbelievably rude. I know Rocky's not good at this and he does waste their time in some respects but you can see he's trying and he's embarrassed he's got his wife there and this very camp director is just being extraordinarily rude to him and he does two different sets doesn't he He goes in a sort of a caveman into a cage and that's where he says it makes him smeal mainly and turns the women into beasts um <laughs> And then they do a second bit where he's in a, a boxing ring, but it all just looks so cheap. The prosthetic on his face looks awful. It's really obvious, it's so, isn't it? He just peels it all off in one fell swoop, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, and, it, and it's a painted background of a crowd. Yeah, it's um, an obvious kind of matte painting, isn't it? And it's just, it's it's just really terrible. But the whole thing does... Yeah. Yeah. And he can barely read. He can read uh, in as much as he knows well enough to nearly get the words right. So it's, it's not having like he's literally... Yeah. To do it. But he can't read well. And what I love is the very next scene after he gets rid of him and says, you've wasted our time, sir. He's reading in bed to, uh, to Adrian. I think, uh, yeah, I think that kind of what, that's what pushes him forward. Like in terms yeah. of, I mean, obviously performing in front of an audience, you know, do boxing and everything is something that he's done, yeah. you know, he's done all his life. But I say in terms of sort of like reading and reading out loud in public, um, well, something that, that, you know, that I'm literate mm. and that it terrifies me, for example. Um, but yeah, so I think being able to, to read to Adrian, you know, while she's in the coma, that kind of, kind of you know, spurs him forward. I think that's why later on, you know, in, in upcoming films, we see him perform a lot better in that respect. But yeah, I, I kind of, I, I sort of, I feel for him, well, we all feel for him very much in, in this, this sequence. Um, and it kind of makes it a bit difficult to, 
you're not, you're not laughing with him, but you're laughing next to him, <laughs> laughing alongside him. It, it's awful, though, isn't it? Because <clears throat> he thinks that he's got it made because he can cash yeah. in on this fame. That fails immediately. And literally, he thinks learning to read, he can get like a good office job. Yeah. Which it doesn't work like that now. Not and it certainly quite. probably wouldn't have done then either. He no. quit school in the ninth grade, which means, what are you in the ninth grade? You turn 14 in the ninth grade. Yeah, he's got no college education. The equivalent in this country, anyway, is leaving school at 14. Yeah, nothing, um, no GCSEs or A-levels or whatever. No, nothing. Um, and he thinks he's going to get an office job, and he keeps going places, dressed in a horrible blue suit. <laughs> and he's basically Massive collars told, on that suit, oh my life. He doesn't know how to dress or anything, and he's just basically told, why don't you fight or just do menial labour? Yeah. And the next thing he can't he does, he ends up in the meatpacking plant. With Sharky as his boss. Yeah. Sharky, yeah. Uh, Sharky from us is the girl. Fuck. I never noticed. It is, isn't it? Yeah. I'm sure you mentioned it last time. I was no, I, I was didn't. on the lookout for him. I thought, oh, Sharky's in here somewhere. No, I didn't. I I've never a, a minute you've said it, it's like, yes, of course. Jean saw my ass. <laughs> <laughs> it's already pretty sad, though, isn't it? He's like he's back to like at the well, he didn't have worked at a meat plant, but it's comes like back to where he was, and he's just literally sort of gone from fighting like the world heavyweight champion to being yeah, back. He's still making payment. It's a sign of how bad it's going. He didn't go and buy that car cash. He went and put. He's got a payment plan on it, so he can't make the payments on the car. And the worst thing is, he gets the job. He has to start immediately, which says how skint he is. And he also um, is working week to week. He's told it's week to week. We we mm. can't guarantee you the work. It's horrible, really. Yeah. And in it's the interim, nice. and in the middle of him going around the different offices, uh, Adrian is pregnant. And yeah, then then talk about her working back get back at the pet shop as well, and she kind of has to sort of work doing that. Um, so, part of time just to kind of help them survive, really. Yeah. So the, the, all all this is kind of like building up to like, well, I need money, you know, and um, and uh, don't don't we have a scene where he goes back to uh, Mickey. Uh, I think this is after it, that might be after he gets fired, and he has to give his car oh, okay. to Paulie. Yeah, he sells. Who's to, lost well, he sells in inverted commas his car to Paulie, doesn't he? He's like, oh, there you go. You yeah. take the keys. <clears throat> you bought the car. <clears throat> Bert Young has lost a lot of weight in this film. Yeah, he looks really different, doesn't he? Plus, he's not so much of an ass in this film. <coughs> well, he doesn't get as much screen time, I don't think. No, that's why he has got no time to be an asshole. But, yeah. Um, yeah, he looks markedly different. I don't know if that was through I think then he good health or through see, illness, unfortunately. Or... He goes around to see Mickey. I think in the interim somewhere, we get a scene of... Well, we get a couple of scenes of Apollo. We get one of him at home talking to his wife, who's a recast. I read the other day, she died res- relatively young. Oh. The actress who played his wife died about six years ago, aged in the in her sixties. Oh no! Uh, Sylvia Meals. Yeah, she wasn't his wife in the first film, but she's in this one. She's in four, and then obviously from for Creed, it's Felicia Rashad. Rashad um, uh-huh. Who's very very careful about what drink she takes? <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, but no, yeah, I think it's, it's interesting um, and important at this point that you kind of see a glimpse into um, into Creed's home life or just you know a, a very brief semblance of it so well he doesn't um it, it's i mean he's got children but we don't see them no and, it, and it's almost shot to make his life look a bit empty because he's got yeah, quite a big house he's up on like the landing talking you sort of see down him up, up on high don't you pretty much yeah, it's, it's just 
it just feels a bit. I don't know if Sly planned it this way. But it yeah, he's, very, like, he's, very, he's quite lofty and almost kind of unreachable in, in that sense. Yeah, and he, you know, why don't you go and play with the kids? You know, you're a fake. The fight was fixed. Uh, a bit later on, we see him in his office with Duke. Um, the guy who played the trainer in the first film, I could mm. not think of his name last week. Baylor David was the actor, but it was Miles something. The, the, he, he died by the time of this film. So this is now painted that he's going to promote it himself. He wants Rocky out of retirement. He wants a campaign to embarrass him. And it's the scene we put at the start of this show where he basically says, do you think I won the first time? And he said, well, you got the decision. He said, yeah, man, I won, but I didn't beat him. Yeah, and I really like that. I actually quite like that as a little bit of dialogue. Actually, I I I like the whole scene where he kind of like when he we we pushes him to to it, and he and he sort of like, well, what's your issue? Why? What you think? Think I'm scared? And he just like says, look, I put I've seen you put a beating on him more than I've seen you put a beating on anyone. And the guy God kept caught. I mean, we don't yeah. need that. Need, need that. Let it go. <laughs> you you, yeah. you don't want to. You know, honestly, it's not worth it. And I think that how mm. oh, that's delivered is just really, really well done. I think it's a great scene. Yeah. I think it's for all the problems I've got with this film. I think that's really well written as well. Um, and around the same time, I've got the same problems with this film as I've got with the last film. That for quite a simple plot, I struggle to put the sequence of shots together in terms of what order they happen in. But he goes to see Mickey. And there's something about Mickey I prefer in this film. I actually think Burgess Meredith is merited his better in this film than last week. What, what what is it about it that you think, or is it? You, have you put your I, finger I, on it? I, I I can't put my finger on yeah. it. I, I I don't know what it is. I don't know if he's got because he's got more screen time. I don't know if it's because he cares or demonstrably cares about Rocky in this. Yeah. But the scene where he's telling Rocky he doesn't have the tools anymore, I think is wonderful. Particularly when he just fucking slaps him. I, I, what, I mean, what, what I think I really like about that um, scene, it's like it feels like a really proper throwback to uh, the first film because it's really dark. It's like it's, it's almost like sh- it's almost like it looks like it could be straight off the first film almost. It it's it's that kind of like look, so it, it feels like a proper throwback with just him and Mickey in, in the hallway by the stairs. Yeah, um, I mean the only giveaway is I think Sylvester Stallone has had a nose job between yeah. the two films. So yeah, he, do, he, he does look different. But he does look could different. But I like he goes up and just says, I mean, he, I think it's around the time uh, he gets canned from the from his job, yeah. finishes up the day, goes home, and Adrian sees him down in the basement basically working the heavy bag. And he talks about fighting. She doesn't want that. He does go to see Mickey. And I just like the fact that he just, he talks to Mickey and he he's trying to feign lightheartedness about it he's trying to feign like hey why don't we fight again you know and it, and it really is like i'm desperate yeah it's it's, and, it's, it's almost mickey like heartbreaking that. isn't it it is one of the things we didn't mention last week is is uh, burgess meredith had a couple of little sort of tricks to make him look a bit more beaten up they did something with his ears to make him a little bit more sort of cauliflower if you like but they also put like a little sort of rubber bit up one of his nostrils to make his nose look more skewed and I, and I noticed that again tonight. If you watch him as the penguin, you wouldn't have, you, you can see the difference. Yeah. But he just says to him, he says, okay, we could do worse here. You shook, you know, the hell out of the champion of the whole wide world. And he just does this thing that never gets alluded to in the Rocky, uh, Rocky series again about Rocky's bad eye. He's warned fighting again could risk permanent blindness. 
the film tries to sell it as though it means he's going to go completely blind. From what I understand, he's going to go blind in his right eye. That's the damaged one. That's the one they yeah. um, operated on. And R- Mickey just basically does this thing where he gets Rocky to look at the end of his nose and just moves his finger. M- Mickey moves his finger in yeah. from out wide towards the center. And with his left eye, Rocky can see it from maybe 12 inches away. With his right eye, it's like six inches away before he even spots it. And he just says, you see nothing. He would have caved in the side of your face by then. Yeah. And when he says, well, maybe you don't have it anymore. You know, you've got a heartbeat. I've got the tools. He says, well, maybe you don't have it anymore. And he just slaps him and says, well, that's sort of broken down old man. What would the champion of the world do? And it reminded where he says, he'd hurt me bad. And he says, he'd hurt you permanent. And I love the way he says that. It makes me think it's, of, it's, like, um, it's almost like spits out. I was like, yeah. It reminds me of Heart to Heart. When they met, it was Moida. <laughs> uh, oh, I've been trying to place that. I was like, where have I heard that before? Oh, yeah. And then he has to work the gym. And, and the level of, di- I mean, the film is pouring it on a bit here. Because the level of disrespect. Yeah. Bear in mind, right? They fought somewhere around New Year. The rematch, when it eventually comes around, is November. We got a bit of a shifting timeline here, but it's definitely the same year in this film. I mean, it will change in years to come. But at the moment, they fought at the start of the year. They're going to fight again near the end of the film. And somewhere in the middle of that year, the level of disrespect to a guy who's just shocked an all-time great is quite unbelievable in the gym. He's in spit buckets and stuff, isn't he? Yeah, I think that's horrendous. I think, I mean, that's partly what Mickey kind of warned him about, saying you don't want to do that. You don't want to grade someone for the for the loyalty here. Yeah, yeah, and I think you know, and I think that almost is kind of like what happened. Now I don't know whether, I mean, it could be kind of like in that kind of like locker room, kind of like let's just give everyone shit. You know, even, even the people we generally like and respect that is part of the thing. But then when it's it doesn't come off that way. I it, do think it's it, a small. It doesn't. Mistake. It it doesn't. It doesn't. I mean. Um, I mean it, I think it depends. I mean, like maybe if you ask like Sly, he's an experience in 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 gyms, in boxing, in boxing um, training rooms or whatever. That maybe possibly. That's, that's I mean, I certainly thing, think but... I certainly think this film could have done with a co-writer or a script editor, one of the two, at some point. Because at the moment, uh, he basically says uh, Apollo has said, "I want him embarrassed mm. to bring him out," and he basically prints a load of flyers of himself holding. Stallone by the neck as like a chicken and the, the headline on it says the stallion chicken well what, what and I think that that's some fucking clumsy comedy there isn't it well what what I really like about um again it's kind of, it's kind of like we, we see behind the scenes with um Apollo it's he's, you know he's been antagonistic he's he's basically been more of a dick this time because He's, he wants to draw him out, and he actually says that. He actually says they actually have that conversation. It's like, well, yeah, I don't mind being the bad guy. Well, it'll, it'll be, it'll, yeah, it'll mean, it'll mean you by be, being the bad guy. It's like fine, whatever, whatever gets him in the ring. He doesn't yeah, he'll care. Step into that yeah. role to, so, to draw so him out. So it means like he's just being, he's just saying this. Just he's, it's, it's almost like in wrestling where he's like, I'm playing heel. Like, I, you know, it's, it's that kind of world. It's like I don't care. I does whatever. Just playing like, the bad guy. Yeah. You know, no, but I, I do think for, for, well for a guy who has traded a, as a fighter on his mouth, wit, speed of thinking and everything else to promote himself, I just think Sly could have done with like another writer to go, actually, the stallion chicken's quite weak. Yeah. Let's come <laughs> I up guess. with something better. Yeah. I guess. But yeah, it kind of works. Uh, at the, around the same time, uh, Adrian is still working very late into a pre- Oh, yeah. Sorry, hang on a minute. He goes on TV, doesn't he? Creed. Yes. 
Yes, um, they did. They, they, yeah, he calls him out, and then like uh, M- Mickey, watch sees it on TV. A massively overreacts. Well, he, yeah, he, 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 he kind of goes like, "I don't think you should fight this guy. It could really sort of like permanently dam- damage you and all this." So like, seeing this, yeah, and then, then like all it takes is Creed to say, like, "I want to fight Balboa." Knocks at his door. I think you should knock his block off. Spilling his tea or whatever, or his coffee. Yeah. And it heads right round his house. And it, and around that time, that's the speech where he says to her, Yeah. Uh, I never asked you to stop being a woman. Please, Adrian, don't ask me to stop being and, a man. And I must Which admit, I cringe every fucking time I see. Like, I must admit, I, I laughed twice at that bit, with a bit when Mickey knocks on the door. And he's like, I think you should knock his block off. So I like, just just remembering what like, the, the last scene he, he said, and they're both like, yeah. And then like, there's then there's cut of aging, and I just noticed like the top she's wearing says like baby. We're an hour pointing down. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It does look quite cute there. I mean, if that all goes away in future, which she does become a right moaning shrew, the way she's written, um, it's not her fault. It's not the actress. It's just the way she's written, and and the fact that you almost need to write her out. But we'll come to that later in the series. But he goes off and starts training, and he's not interested. He's training really badly. He can't even do the speed bag. Yeah. Can't. Well, it's just, uh, I think this is where we start to sort of get into, like, okay, well, this is just like Rocky Point 2 now, isn't it? This is just such a, the, the, the same, we live in the same thing, but a bit more like upbeat kind of thing. Yeah, so, like, just, so, here, so here's Rocky, he's not being slug, his heart's not really in it, because uh, he hasn't got, essentially got agent's approval. Now, when he was talking a bit, a few years later, when he made Rocky Balboa, and he was talking about that film and and, and what went into it, he said that he very nearly put in a bit where Rocky wasn't training so well because of conflict with his son. And although that didn't go into the film, it did show me he's a bit of a one-trick pony, really, that all of these films now, from here on in, are not training that well, and then suddenly he is. It's 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 a winning formula, so you know you can't. I guess it. so. And then you've right. got um, uh, Paulie. We don't see a lot of Paulie in this film. He goes to see Adrian because he can see Rocky's not himself, and he has a go with her. She's now heavily pregnant and trying to lift stuff in the pet shop, and she basically hemorrhages. Yeah, gets rushed to hospital. The baby's born and well. We don't see this freak show yet. Um, <laughs> it's not really a freak show he's got a full head of hair no, it looks madness it looks like half ape <laughs> it's actually Sylvester got... Stallone's son it is stage Stallone's younger brother yeah um, but no, it's, it's a very cute baby but it just has it's fucking not hair. weird <laughs> I've never ever shown this film to anyone who hasn't gone fucking hell <laughs> <It's> <laughs> well, only because only because a friend of mine recently had um, had a little girl and she had like all the hair, so <laughs> I've got something What's to compare it to. This show. No, <laughs> luckily. The baby looks a fucking freak. <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs> <laughs> this was probably like someone's done a YouTube clip of like of just, cut, of just cutting for, from this film to like a scene from like Dawn of Planet of the Apes where like sees a sun. That's what I was expecting. I know, <laughs> but but anyway. Uh, um, did, did we miss a bit though? Did we miss a bit with um, Rocky and uh, and Creed uh, doing like their pre-fight talk thing? Yeah, this this is a line. Funnily enough, even though I'd watched the first film just before we recorded, I did 
think of things from this week and sort of put them into last week almost. Because in last week's show, I said about the bit where he says, have you got anything derogatory to say about him? And he says, yeah, he's great. <laughs> That's actually the press conference yeah. from this film. And the funny thing is, as soon as I said it last week, I thought, I can't actually place where in the film that is. I just remembered it. And the reason I couldn't place it is... It's not in the film. It's in this week's. It, it, it's, it, I think it's good, though, because right? there's a definite difference between Rocky in this one and Rocky now. Cause it, it, here, he kind of see, feels, kind of feels like he's he's found his kind of sense of humour. He's, he's like he's still playing like, yeah, I'm the simple dumbass, but I'm kind of using it to good effect here. You know, it's like he, he, he's kind of like, well, what are you going to do with the money? Well, I don't know where... Uh, uh, but Where's maybe the like pay the rent. Yeah, pay, pay the rent. And he's, and, 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 like, to Nick, doesn't he and, he, and he's being flatly honest. But everyone thinks he's like just snow cones. But everyone, yeah, but everyone's kind of feel like he's kind of like joking. <laughs> but he's probably being absolutely serious. Yeah, yeah. What are you gonna do with the money? Buy snow cones. I thought that up when I was eating dinner. <laughs> <laughs> and then, then, then there's everyone's like, uh, like chuckling and laughing, and like, here's Apollo being wanting to be like deadly serious. Like, he's like, fucking furious, yeah. isn't he? Because they're all like, does this look like he's a damn happy. joke to you? It's like, yeah, it just goes like, you're, you're like, whatever, like, um, what, what, what is it? Frank- it's not Thanksgiving, is it? Is it Thanksgiving? Or... No, it, uh, well, it'll take, yes, it'll be around there because it's definitely yeah, November. Because his oh, last yeah. words to him are something like, come November, you're mine, or something like yeah, that. That's it, yeah. So whereas I'm one of the two. Yeah, we cool. don't see that. Um, yeah, so obviously Adrian is now in a coma, the movie coma where everyone looks really well, and when they come out of it, they just slowly open their eyes, yeah. and they're fine. And he doesn't yeah, see much, the baby. Very much now the stereotypical movie coma, as you say, isn't it? It's not kind of it's quite oh, glossed it over. And... It's fucking drag. It's kind of sweet because he reads her a bit of poetry he's written, which is dreadful, and it he, will have been written to be dreadful deliberately. It rhymes. It rhymes. To be fair to him, I thought you was great. <laughs> and, and, and he does. And he does like spend all the time in the church, literally no, praying. He's in the chapel for scene after scene. It feels like it probably well, isn't. I mean, I think we're meant to leave that he doesn't actually leave her side. Like he's there all the time when he's allowed, yeah, he and then he goes. And to... Mickey's had a go at him, hasn't he? Mickey, when he wasn't training too well, yeah. said, "Look." train 45,000 minutes for a 45 minute fight you've not even you know done 10 or whatever it 10 was 10 minutes or whatever it is yeah yeah um, I mean, don't waste my time sequence, I'm too of... old yeah and, and, yeah. and to be honest Mickey has well from I think from Mickey's point of view what, what, uh, what he's trying to say is like look whether you like it or not this fight is coming so why don't you use this grief you have right now because you're not you know Adrian's you're not going to Make Adrian better just by being here. You know, you need I'll to. I'll sit here with you if you want, but yeah. why don't we give this a proper go? And, uh, he you... knows Creed's going to be better. Yeah. That's the thing. Creed will be better. He won't be as bad as he was in the first fight. And we see it again and again with fighters in, in real boxing history where they maybe took a fight a bit light and maybe come a bit of a cropper. Sometimes they survive. Sometimes they get through the fight, but when there's a rematch, they take it a lot more seriously and the story's different. So uh, he knows he's going to be different. What makes me smile about the training, though, is, again, they're trying to throw a bit more comedy in it. You've got Rocky trying to catch a fucking chicken. (laughs) Um, And the other thing I love is they're watching the fight, and I love them watching it on those old, like, film reels. I like that in films where you see that. It's on the clutch, isn't it, I think? 
yeah, I've always liked that. But he says, and, and Mickey stands in front of it with him on him, and he says, you're too easy to hit. He said, they ought to outlaw southpaws, which I love. But he basically tells him to protect that eye and be not as easy to hit, fight left, fight right-handed, fight orthodox. Yeah. Now, the real reason for this is Sylvester Stallone tore a pectoral muscle and could barely throw his, is it left or right hand? Anyway, he could barely throw one of his hands. So he basically went, yeah, no, he couldn't throw his right hand. So he had to jab a lot and he got into an orthodox stance. But it makes me laugh when we get to the fight and it's all supposed to be like, you'll be difficult to hit. And I don't think a single fucking punch misses him all night. <laughs> it's he quite did, no, funny. He just gets pounded, doesn't it? I mean, like... He, he, gets, he takes a real beating. I mean, the, the tactical thing is is basically sort of like, right, okay, he's going to expect to be a southpaw now, so you, what you need to do is learn how to not not do this with, with the aim of switching just as he's gotten used to you fighting regularly, you know, to kind of, like, catch him off. And that, that's our strategy, you know. Yeah, but it is bollocks, isn't it? I mean, well, it is. Because he says... Yeah, it'll throw him off. And he says Southpaws lead with their face. And there's a bit of a cliche of that sort of half being true. But you just think, like, well, the only thing that's thrown him off is the fact you're a Southpaw. So you're going to do that, which is going to confuse nobody. But also, it's supposed to make you more difficult to hit. And you prove, if he takes a much, he takes, if anything, a worse beating in this fight. Because when we get towards the end of the fight, Apollo's just got to hang on. Mm. He's miles ahead on points. But yeah, it, it's a but, way but to get Apollo wants a knockout, though. That's the thing. Apollo wants. Thing. Yeah, he does. He, I think if he if he ran on points again, even if it was a bit clearer, he'd still be like, "Fucking no!" He'd be like, "No, I wanted to fucking knock this guy." Yeah. <laughs> you know, he he, he wouldn't be. He wouldn't have it. Um, so yeah, so yeah, Rocky's at the hospital slash church constantly. Yeah, um, she wakes up. He's he's asleep, holding her hand, and her fingers start to move. Yeah. And, and then she up. she gently opens her eyes and is perfectly fine. Uh, and then the next scene they bring they bring in you know Caesar. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think I'm just going to call him Caesar for the rest of the series now. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> so they bring in Caesar and he's like, "Look what you've done!" And it's like, "Yeah, Christ, look what you've done!" And, um, I mean. I'm... <laughs> <laughs> And they're all drinking champagne. I mean, that, to us, I kind of like. I kind of like this. It's kind of a sweet because she says thank you to him for you know, like for. Thank for, you for fucking me. <laughs> thank you for giving me some sperm. Uh, but you know, it's, and and Rocky's like, well, what? What do I do? This is all you. He's beautiful. Did all the work. Yeah. I'm not taking the blame for this freak. Show. <laughs> he's a little bit condescending, I think, because he's all like, oh yeah, you did it, you did it, and it's just like you know, it's team effort here. But yeah, maybe it's because he is so hairy. I love that. <laughs> 30 seconds of fucking pumping and fall asleep. Team effort. (laughs) (laughs) So she says, he says, if you don't want me messing with Creed no more, we'll find some other way. And she says, win to him twice. Yeah. And the first time she puts her head There's a real difference in the two ways she says it. Because she says, I want you to do one thing for me. Which she says in a really New York accent. And then she says, win but she pulls her head back and says it looks really pathetic but then she focuses her eyes and says win like I mean it mm. I love that and Ricky's like what are we waiting for and then she says it with a big smile on her face and you hear the like the, the, the music with a ding and you yeah. and 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 kind of like I, I'm in two minds about it because at first I think oh god that's really really cheesy 
but at the same breath, he kind of like go, he kind of have to go, yes. <laughs> but when you see it again, she almost saves it with the second time mm. she says win. What with the she big says smile? Win twice, and the first time it's like, oh, that looks twee as shit. Yeah, and then she like she reiterates it like win. And she means it, and I kind of like that. The fact she's just woken up and is perfectly fine, and that's almost like that's all she, that she's been thinking about it in a coma. It's not great. I mean, I mean, to be, I mean, to be, I think in my mind it worked less because I, I always figured that it was like she literally immediately woke up from the coma and just said, "Yeah, it's all right, Rocky, you can win." But to be fair, they, yeah. they did did cut to like a scene from that, so I think okay, there was some period of time where she might have from forced it. But I, I, I guess from from this point of view, I, I, I think. Adrian. Yeah, she didn't wake up and just like slap him and go, "Oh, wake up, win." <laughs> yeah, yeah, basically. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I, I, I'm guessing like from from this point from this point of view after the differences, like, uh, did she see Rocky? Well, she didn't actually see him, but she she knows Rocky's stuck by her regardless and supported him, like put training off and everything. She knows like, no, but now I'm going to give you you have my blessing to go out there and win this thing. Uh, and that gives Rocky the heart, the incentive to go actually go out and train like, like he should, and go in with the drive to to actually win the fight this time. So before he was like, I just want to go distance. Now, now I have to win. Now I now now I know I can go distance with him. I, I'm, I'm his equal. I can win. I can beat him. I know I can. So I think I think that they're, they're the two key things between between the two films. I think is is Adrian is his heart, you know, and and her giving and her saying win is giving him permission to actually go and do it. And now he's got. Caesar. Yeah, yeah, and that, and now he's got Caesar, <laughs> and now and and, that, and now he's now we go straight into like the training montage where he's like. As... Now this is the sign of right. I mean, firstly, we've just had a load of him sat in a chapel with like mournful music playing, and the pacing of that was awful. That and was, now we... honestly, it did kind of drop, and yeah. but from here on we in, got... it kind of. Oh well, yeah, you, got... you get in the driving seat, don't you? And... We do, but you get a preview of what we get in for because we get back to back montages now. It is pretty much montage. It's, it's a, no, it, it is. It's back-to-back montages because we basically get the whole training montage. Then we see him saying uh, goodbye to her and Caesar, and then it, and then oh no no sorry. Then we get a scene for of those two, and then we get him going for a run. They're back-to-back montages. Um, and I always thought it was that track. What's the track called? Um, Gonna fly now. Gonna fly no, now. No 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 no. There's a track on the um, soundtrack that Ooh. I thought this was, and it is. But it's it's slightly redone for this film. It's the uh-huh. one that's playing when he gets knocked down at the end of the fourteenth, in the first film. Oh, is it going distance? Uh, 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 it's called going the distance. Yeah, that's right. And this is kind of the same song, but it's got kids singing instead, and it's got a bit more funk to it. Yeah, oh, yeah, it's like sort of a funky children's choir. Oh yeah, it goes in sort of like ding Well, that's going. Uh, yeah, that's gonna. That's the version of Gonna Fly now. But we get yeah. going distance over the training sequence. Which, if you've not seen it, listeners, go and look up uh, Baby and Rocky or something like that on YouTube. We have posted it on social media before. Somebody posted their toddler stood in front of a TV with Rocky 2 on, and the baby was, like, copying everything he was seeing Rocky do. Oh, yeah, and it's, it's a famous viral video now, isn't it? It's so sweet. It really is. It's very cute. just so into it. And there's bits where Rocky's legs are out of shot, and you can see the baby trying to guess what he's doing. That's very cute. Yeah. They have a little baby. So yeah, he's training with his, with his Rambo headband on. 
Yeah, I must say, it's very much Rambo, the scene. He's, he's, yeah. he's there with a log, you know, jumping on the park and doing all, all these things. He's, uh, I mean, he, he does look good slowing in this. I, but the only thing I do have, I do wonder, I know it's iconic, the running, the, the running up the stairs sequence. I do wonder, could they, could they have put that in the montage yeah, that's oh, what I mean. It's back-to-back oh, montages. It's almost like, oh, we need to do that separately. And, and yeah, and, and I, I kind of feel like, oh, was that even necessary to talk? And if they didn't do it in this film, would it be like, would it be that necessary uh, no, to have it? not really. And it was already like one minute, one one hour 59, I think this film is. Yeah. So what do you lose? Eight or nine minutes? You've still got like a 110-minute film, which is perfectly fine. I mean, it only sort of gives you that sort of, oh, right, well, he's, he's, he's basically Rocky, but running with a load of kids, and he's there, like, celebrating, jumping with a load of kids. Yeah. I did briefly see some fruit in the market. <laughs> okay, well, good. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, Dave's fruit corn on there. That's fruit, folks. Um, I mean, I, I guess the only thing it, it tells you, it's it's like, okay, let's do this again, and now slow, um, not slow, Rocky is got support of the, the people, I guess. He's kind yeah. of like... The, the people's champ, I guess, and that's what, kind of what they're going for. Yeah. Um, the people being the underrates. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Being the little brats, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, um, so, yeah, we and then obviously we go straight to the match then, don't we? Oh, no, we don't. Uh, we don't. He's at home saying goodnight to Caesar and Adrian, who's not allowed <laughs> to go to the fight. I'm going to keep on laughing and keep on Caesar. <laughs> um, well, Adrian can't go to the fight, doctor's orders. Yeah, because, you know... Um, she's allowed to watch it. I can't tell the fucking difference, really. What's the difference? <laughs> really? anyway. Yeah, you, you can watch him get, you know, mutilated as long as it's on the TV. Yeah, you can stay in a nicely air-conditioned room in on your sofa at home rather than a nicely conditioned home in a comfy chair at the arena. Okay. As, as with the first fight, he wants to humiliate him in front of his home crowd. So this is the Philadelphia Spectrum again, yeah. which is just down the road from his house. So he comes out to the car he's given away. I don't know how that works. Paulie's obviously lent it to him. Um, and there's a huge crowd there, and he goes to see the pastor first and just asks for a blessing. And then he turns up really late to the fight. And I just love the little callbacks to last week because he, he actually says to um, you've got him in a better robe, and he says better than last week's. And last week's, I only read afterwards, was an accident. They yeah. ordered this robe, and it, when it turned up, it was too big. It was just too late, so it was like, oh, remember that baggy one last year? <laughs> yeah, so I think this is the last time you got Gazzo, because Gazzo does, the the actor isn't in the series after this. you got the same commentators as last week, Bill Baldwin and Stu Nahan. Bill Baldwin died about three years later of cancer. Stu Nahan died about ten years ago, uh, and it's Super Fight 2. <laughs> is that what it's called? Sequel. Super Fight 2. Yeah. Yeah, that's what it's got written on the sort of banners around the arena. Super fight too. Yeah. Uh, so Rocky comes out first, and he's 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 uh, after get after getting his hair tousled. Yeah. Because he and kept then, that very boof on. And, and I, I like, and then like uh, a Cree comes out, and I, I just love how like uh, I, I, I kind of like Sloane's uh, dry humour. He's like, he looks angry. <laughs> <He's> like, <"Yeah."> <laughs> <laughs> and Mickey's like, yeah. <laughs> Actually, best line in the series. Best line in the series is prior to a fight and it's Mickey's next week we'll come to that oh the best, yeah, best line in the series oh I think so because he says what do you think he eats and he says about 202 pounds <laughs> wait, wait again 202 pounds <laughs> uh, yeah so this is um, 
the fight is at once a lot better and a lot worse. We get a lot more of it, but I don't think it's overwhelming the running time of the film. It's only about 15 minutes. But you've got all this slow motion punching shit, which I don't like. No, is it kind of like maybe slow and sore Raging Bull? And maybe thought, oh, that's probably good. Yeah, I just think it misses John G. Abelson. I don't think the series misses him massively. I mean, he came back for five, which wasn't good. But I think Stallone does a reasonable job. Um, but I do think that the fight scenes... The fight is better than the first fight because there's more of it. Some of the drama's played up better. But pound for pound, comparative to their running times, there's a few things in this I don't like as much as last week's. So in some respects, last week's was better. There was just a lot less of it. Mm. I, I think it still works, though. It's still like... Um, I mean, you still, you, st- you still get involved. I, I think it's just a little bit more cliche and a little bit more average than this last time yeah they've got a much bigger budget this week they're up to seven million this week mm. uh last week it was just over a million dollars so it was about 1.1 i think took about 225 worldwide this took about 200 so certainly comparable but it cost seven million and um, we've we've pointed out a couple of places where that's obvious but it's never more obvious than during the fight because they can afford some extras now and, and probably the real arena. I, mean, I don't know for certain, but that might well have been shot in the spectrum. The fight's pretty good. I mean, Apollo starts very fast. Briefly, if you'd never seen this film and gave in to suspension of disbelief for a moment, you might even think he would have knocked Rocky out in the first round. It, it does look like it's going that way. To be honest, that's what I do think. Like, first time I saw this film, I was like, oh, I don't think he's actually going to make it to the end of this fight, you know, because he's, he's very much on him. Mm. Um yeah, that, that's the kind of yeah. me being a total Rocky newbie. Too. It was a fluke. <laughs> yeah, I, I was just thinking, oh, really? Oh, you know, all that, and it just gets, you know, it, it, it does take a beating. So I'm kind of thinking, hmm. In fairness, it, if if this did if this fight did go down to points, I think Creed would win easily. Yeah, I mean, for the last three or four rounds, the, I mean, in fact, um, the one thing in the fight that that surprises me even now, and the one bit where it kind of avoids cliche is Rocky loses every round right the way through to the ninth. Um, Now, obviously, in real boxing, there's three different judges and they don't always see it the same way. But we're going by what the commentators say here. And we keep getting to the end of rounds with really, it's really well scored as well. I really do like the sort of drama that kicks in after the ninth. But we keep getting to the end of rounds and we keep hearing, that's another round for the champion. And Rocky wins the ninth. And they say, I think we've got to give that round to Balboa. And then suddenly the music ramps up and becomes a lot more dramatic. Yeah. But you would expect the tide to have turned by then and it to be more Rocky. But actually, Rocky just goes back to losing rounds after that. <laughs> I know. I think I think it's just it's no real sort of like drama. It's like Creed, 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 Creed till like basically the very last round, really, isn't it? It's it's more uh, or less. Yeah, Rocky did win a round to remind him he's still there and hurt him. Yeah, I mean, so he, you know, it's not like it's all. It's it's just Creed punching Rocky. You know, but he is like fighting. I mean, there is like kind of like that element to it where you kind of pick that bit. Rocky where has he... to have some success because if it had been literally all Creed. And the only tiredness about him is the fact that he's worked for 14 rounds or whatever. Rocky then knocking him out would be almost like a lucky punch. Yeah. He has to have worn him down a bit. What I like about it is they finish the 14th. And it's quite clear that he just has to stay on his feet to win Creed. He's, mm. he's miles ahead. His trainer, who we do see for most of the rest of this series, 
begs him, and he's almost begging, isn't he, Chris? He's really like, you know, begging him to stick and move. Yeah. And he says, no, I'm going to take him down. He, he thought he was going to take him down, and I think the second or third in this, he was like, here it comes. And they come out, and what I like about this round is it's so different from the final round of the first fight. The final round of the first film is very like Creed in the Creed gets the upper hand in the final round and he's almost got the champion out on his feet. Ricky Conlon, I think he's called in that film. I've always thought it was, I mean, I always felt that um, round ended with, I mean, oh, I guess we rewatch it. But it felt like they were literally just punching, like he punched him, he punched, like literally they were just no, people that's going at it. If you watch the first fight again, yeah, he's got broken ribs creed. He does catch Rocky a few times, but the last 30 no, I was, seconds... I was talking about Creed, round, sorry. I was talking about Creed, all, the film. Sorry, yeah, yeah. It's all... Well, yeah, I'll have to watch it again. I'm going off memory there. Yeah. But um, Rocky has got Creed virtually out on his feet, and you hear the 10-second sort mm. of yeah. sound, and then the bell, and he's almost out. You almost... It dramatically plays like another maybe 30 seconds, yeah. and Rocky might have done it. This one is much more like the Thriller in Manila or something. They are completely out on their feet, the pair of them. And they're just, their hands down by their side, just about managing to get a punch off one at a time each. And they're almost taking it in turns and you almost get the impression they don't even know where they are. I, th- I think definitely in Creed. I, I, I thought like um, Rocky, yes, he is knackered, but he's kind of like... They're both on the same level as like they've just like lost it, but uh, Rocky's just found it in him to kind of like get up and, and keep punching in him, and Iron Creed's like throwing punches and, and connecting him, but he's almost like just about managing it. But you can definitely see, you can definitely see Creed's like just he's just his body's just gone like floppy and kind of like he's dangly, you know. It's like and and Rocky's all of a sudden just like found like something in him that makes him just sort of start. Throwing haymakers at Creed. Yeah, and and most of the most of the worst of it, um, Creed has got his back to us, so we can see more of more of his body than we can mm. of Stallone's. Yeah, and I give most of the credit to Carl Weathers, because like you say, Carl Weathers convinces me he's completely out on his feet. He's amazing. He's, 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 yeah, you totally believe that he's out of it, really, don't you? So, and then I think they kind of botched the ending. With the whole like. Oh no, they're both falling over and they both. That, that whole thing. Well, two things. Uh, firstly, it wasn't clear to me for quite a long time. I used to think they'd landed a punch at the same time yeah. on each other. They haven't. Rocky, ah. Rocky, like, yeah, I, I'm not surprised you're surprised, Becca, because it took me years to see it. The knockdown is Rocky's alone, he goes over with him with exhaustion. Oh. He's yeah. off balance and he falls with exhaustion. Oh, but okay. if you, but on the way you've seen it, Becca, and the way I saw it for years, they've landed a punch at the same time, no, and also, down. and Rocky gets up barely on ten, so it never really felt like a win. No, I, whereas I, I, I sort of yeah, but yeah, but Creed, yeah, but Creed people. does Creed does fall down though. He just starts climbing up, then he just goes oh, on the corner of the ring. He just yeah. like uh, loses his feet, and uh, and he just like just doesn't have any any energy anymore. 
Yeah, but I mean, Rocky's, it's almost, it's 10 as he gets to his feet. It's almost like it should yeah. have been a draw. Surely he was counted out. But what makes that worse is the idea that you think they've landed a punch at the same time. So yeah. it kind of feels almost like a draw. But yeah. actually, when you watch it again, Creed doesn't land a punch at the same time. Rocky goes over off balance with exhaustion. I mean, I, I, I do tend to agree with you, generally. I think it's just like, a, like a, I, I know what they're going for. They're going for like an extra sort of like tense moment. Like, oh my God, are they going to make it? Um, it's overdone, and I don't think it needs to. You kind of think, well, I would be just nice to have Rocky just have the knockout, and just that, just leave it at that. I mean, almost. It's uh, just got to lay on a bit too much. I mean, yeah. we'll, re- we'll re- return to this when we get to like Rocky Four, because the fight with Drago, we're one step away from Rocky having to fight in the nude with barbed wire around his yeah. dick or something, because the level <laughs> of difficulty they put on. This fight is just ludicrous, and it's a bit like that here. It's just an extra detail you didn't need. I know. I, I guess it would have been better. I mean, you could have easily just done the other way, like Rocky loses balance, but just sort of bounces off the ropes and holds steady. While Creed falls down, and then and you have the count out of him trying to climb up the ropes, and then he just falls down, like sort of right right towards the end, and then that's like the that's like the big celebrate win kind of thing. That would have worked actually just as well, I think. We 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 should have directed this film. Dave. We should have. Yeah, I think you been, should have done. Yeah. Uh, the trouble is, I'd have been like about two and a half. Yeah. I don't. I don't, I, don't I, I, I don't know. I'd have been very good job. You'd have been a bit. <laughs> I don't think you'd have done a great job, to be honest. <laughs> uh, what we do is find a Delorean. And just... They've always timed. I, I wish he'd got up clearly on nine rather than ten. Yeah. Because it almost sounds like he's been counted out. And the other thing is, he's only on his feet for a split second before he collapses into somebody's arms. So it's kind of like a win on technicality, really, it's, isn't it? it? Well, it's a real win because he's the only one who landed a punch. But I just he's literally standing. A little bit better. It's a bit like when I watch cricket or something and a, a, a fielder catches the ball, but it's only in their hand for a split second before they throw it in the air to celebrate. And I'm thinking, no, 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 hold on to it. Show us you've actually caught that. Do you know what I mean? And yeah. It's, it's a yeah. Bit like that. I just think like an extra second would have been a little better but yeah to, just to it, cement it more yeah for clarification yeah just for clarification yeah i must say it's not it's you do have to kind of not, not, not that i haven't been paying attention but you do have to sort of pay attention right. when you watch this because it's literally for a split second and i think as i say you can obviously tell david you have you know you've been in sort of boxing and that before um it, you know something you've had a sort of vested interest in and i think it does help to sort of know a little bit I mean, the, the single biggest thing that helps when you watch this film is to notice that only Rocky landed a punch when they both went over. Mm. Because it, it ruined it for years. It's like, well, he won just. I mean, if that had been me and I'd been like Apollo, I'd be I'd be begging for a third fight. It's just <laughs> yeah. like, well, he didn't really win that. I, I guess there was like a temptation to kind of like maybe just level the, the two fighters out on a level that they're like almost like on the same level of like of skill maybe i don't know but yeah i know i know, I know what you mean um but it, so we have rocky now the world heavyweight champion yeah and uh and, it, and, it, and it's funny we get a little brief shot of him and creed together and it's like they look almost like kind of pally after how much creed's been pissed yeah he, can, yeah, he does yeah he does that's that's not an unusual thing in boxing yeah you know that they sort of give each other the respect at the end. That that's fine. He he kind of hands him the belt and raises his hand. I think. Yeah, yeah, uh, that's all right. Yeah, it's like okay, well, you beat me, so I, I'm. 
And then Rocky gives a speech and unfortunately doesn't end the Cold War or give anyone watching an erection. (laughs) (laughs) Adrian is already fading out of this series a little bit because we've got to cut to her at home and it's all like, who gives a shit? Really? Yeah, she's kind of watching from the safety of of her um, her sofa. She's got to have her going, I love you. Yeah, but it's kind of sweet. And Caesar like... going. <laughs> Caesar. <laughs> it's 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 kind of sweet how he just you know he's pretty much like, you know, his whole thing is that he's saying like I, I love you. It, it, it is his heart. So come on, it is. It, I think it's, it's it's pretty sweet moment. Yeah, but it didn't end any wars, Chris. Well, you know, have some ambition from our sports. <gasps> well, maybe maybe in the future uh, <laughs> film we might see that. <laughs> we might. And, of course, this is in the Planet of the Apes cinematic universe. <laughs> I think that, yeah, that's a little bit harsh, I think. But, um... Damn them! Damn them all to hell! Wait, 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 which one? The, the new one or the Tim Burton one? The new or one. The... No, no, okay. it's the new one. no, it's in the new one. That's Caesar. Tim Burton okay. one shall, shall never have been committed to, to film. Becca, um... would, Becca would be joining much more if she didn't just didn't have a friend who just had a really hairy baby. <laughs> oh, it's a very, very beautiful baby, but just had a... It's had a not! <laughs> Very unusually hairy baby, <laughs> but very cute baby nonetheless. Freak. <laughs> it does happen. It does happen. Uh, yeah, does. very occasionally it does happen. It um, does with the romance of chimp. Oh, oh, I think that's a bit. Mm. <laughs> you said it. I distanced myself from it. Yeah. I mean, he probably, you know, grew up to be a perfectly normal-looking <laughs> human being. <laughs> But yeah, has to has to shave a lot, but. <laughs> well, if you, you look at you know, <laughs> twice look a day, at, look at his dad with his epic bouffant hairdo in the seventies, and also as we seen with Rambo in the eighties. So, obviously, takes after his dad. So, I don't know. Perhaps Adrian's got a really hairy chest or something. <laughs> oh, <laughs> what Adrian? Well, she does have a, have a boy's name, so maybe. There you go. And perhaps the back of that, you know, it said baby on the front of her t-shirt. It might have said gorilla on the back. Oh. Poor <laughs> baby getting all this abuse. Ah, uh, well. Like, like I say, if I've said this about other things we've had a pop at. It's like, if if that actor's biggest problem in life is three twats in the UK have just made a joke about him from nearly 40 years ago, I think his life's all right. <laughs> I think he's doing all right. <laughs> yeah. No, it's, yeah, it's, it's, I must say it's a very, very hairy baby. Who, 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 who was the, uh, who, who was the baby? Was that actually Stallone? younger brother. It was Sly Stallone's, bro- yeah, baby. Okay. Yeah. Uh, who did, who did he grow up with? Because didn't Stallone have a, uh, have a son who died? Yeah, um, this is his younger brother. Sage Stallone was born in about seventy-five-ish, something like that. Yeah. So he'd have been he'd have been like just a preschooler at this point. So this is his younger brother. Oh, uh, okay. That's so basically, uh, the 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 baby here is playing a character who's going to be played by his older brother later later on in the series. Complicated. Yeah, and <laughs> and actually at fourteen he had less hair than this baby has. Oh. <laughs> we missed the best scene in the film. But kiss bath time. Yeah, he has a good buff time. He yeah, the buff I love, time, I love the fact he's reasoning with him. He's like, yeah, well, I can get a job, but do I want one? Please chat him with his dog about it. Yeah, that's it. it. He's, he's got, you know, nobody, at that time he's got nobody to discuss it with, so Buckus is there. So he just well, apart, from Adrian. Him, apart from Adrian, but 
That doesn't matter. He's got a private yeah, she's podcast. She's a woman. So. It doesn't count. <laughs> it's man to man talk. Oh, man, man to dog. Well, that's it. Well, Booker's got. He can't really answer back, can he? So. Man talk. He, he, he has a good buff to That's him, like though. a chat line. A bit like. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Carl. Chat back. <laughs> So Becky, have you got any fun facts then for us then? Or have you or has that been officially been retired? Um I'm gonna try the quiz for the series. We'll see how we go. <laughs> fucking blinding last week. Are we gonna do That's the it. answers from last week first? Just yeah, to really slow this shit down. Yeah, definitely. No, I've got the answers from last week. This is a really easy quiz. Um but no, I thought obviously because because um, yeah, I'm the sort of newcomer to this portion of the series. Um, you guys kind of know about it, and obviously Dave, you've got the interest in boxing, boxing movies, and sports films in general. Um, you, you know, doing quite a good job of, of providing the fun facts as we go along. So I figure, right, what else can I do? Mm, I'll do a quiz. So, <laughs> fair enough. Just with some extra, you know, extra little bit tacked on at the end. Um, and then when we come to do the next series, I shall talk back to fun facts. Or if there's anybody else. Do you have any uh, better well, suggestions? Well, actually, Let us know. Actually, the next series, it will be Bat Facts. It will be Bat Facts. Exactly. We're getting there. Bat Damn it. Facts. I was going to unleash that when we got there, but no. I'll have to get you to do that every single time, Chris, if that's okay. Every week, it will be Bat Facts. Either that or I'll just loop it off this episode. Yeah, I could just point point your and go, fine, I'll just cut this bit out. Have it as your ringtone. My phone rings tomorrow and it's some bloke from the northwest singing backpacks. Right, right. Last week's questions, Becca, they were blindingly difficult. They were really hard. Oh dear. So, um, yeah, so, so as the question one, who played Rocky? <laughs> who wrote Rocky? <laughs> what popular sport featured in Rocky? <laughs> Stallone, Stallone, That's pretty much Foxy. it. Stallone, Stallone. Stallone, Stallone, Stallone. All right, come yeah, on. Yeah, so last time um, I set a little quiz, a stupid easy quiz. Um, this week is no different. Anyway, so last week I asked the following questions. Uh, number one, Rocky has two turtles. What are they called? Um, so, right, what what are they called? What, what are the answers? Come on, tell me. Cuff and Link. Yeah, well done. Okay, so question number two, Rocky has a dog. What breed of dog is he? An awesome breed. <laughs> he is a bull mastiff. Yep, correct. Well done. We're not going to go on the points on here. I've decided we're not going to do the points between you and Chris and Dave, so that'll be a bit stupid. So yeah, anyway. we don't give a shit. No, no we do the answers. <laughs> these last week. Yeah, screw that. This Coffee. is purely for the enjoyment of our, you know, fans. <laughs> fan. Three that we know we have for sure. So. Go on. Okay, number three. Um, how many rounds does Apollo Creed think he can sink Rocky? Three. Good job. And when they're in, when he sort of visits the ring early on, well, in the latter part of the film, there's a picture of Rocky hanging behind him. What's wrong with it? Uh, the colours are the wrong. Wrong way round. Wrong way round, yeah. Yeah, it's what red, combination? It was red trunks with white stripes. He wore white trunks with red stripes. Yep. And where is the film set? Philadelphia. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So if you're listening at home, you got those right. Well done. Yeah. Not at all patronising. Well. <laughs> no, Good job, so. little buddies. Oh. Well, listen to these, right. after all. Right, let, um, let's step it up now. 
is even more <laughs> even right. harder. Even more harder. Even more harder. <laughs> what, what they should have even more quizier. Even more quizier. Even more getting busy with the quizier. And that these are <laughs> literally. I'm not doing. This is this is not serious at all. This is just for a laugh. Um, <laughs> all right. There's only there's only one brand of cologne that can make you smell mainly. What is it called? <laughs> Oh dear. Um, I don't know it's the only one, but it's certainly the only one referenced in this film. Yes. <laughs> Where does he propose? Oh, question number two. Um, question number three. Um, back in Mickey's day, he trained by chasing a farm animal. What is it? <laughs> what does he make Rocky chase so he can get the speed? I just love it if Rocky had been chasing a fucking cow. <laughs> cow. <laughs> All right, go on. <laughs> Oh, well, so, yeah, actually so... chasing an actual horse, just like. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Imagine him chasing a pig. David Cameron would really fucking perk up watching that, wouldn't he? That was an episode of Black Mirror come to life. That was terrifying. Oh my god. What Cameron shagging a pig? Yeah. yeah. For the record, he didn't actually shag a pig. No, he did put his cock in it. Though. <laughs> it was. A, it was. A, it was. Was it, was it meant to be like a? It was an initiation so, thing. So, yeah, supposedly it was like a, you know, like a, a pig's head club, thing it? where it's like you just you stick your boys club. Like stick your boys club. Oh so. <laughs> well, no, it's, it's your boys network, isn't it? So. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I'm not defending it in any way, shape, or form, but anyway, there it is. Anyway, Dora, so. Chris and I are going to crack an idea. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so yeah, for a short while in the film, um, Rocky doesn't fight. What does what job does he have in between? Um. And question number five, um, briefly going to get married to here, Adrian's maiden name, what is it? So that's my little questions for next time. first decent question so far, because that one's actually a bit challenging. I didn't exactly. know it, this that was it. a bit challenging, yeah. So yeah, we'll find out the answers next time. Right, so that that's the tough that, questions the you've got to go and wrestle with. And the thing is, that the, we've made the farmyard one easier by naming most other farmyard animals. most other horses that eat horses, most other creatures <laughs> that he doesn't chase. All right. What are your final thoughts on this film then? Oh yeah, final thoughts. Um, yeah, pretty much how I felt beginning with. I, you know, it's it's very enjoyable. Um, I think it, it does have. It has something to say on what fame does to people, um, sort of suddenly, um, and like and of what happens, like how, how people... <laughs> you go and buy a load of shit. Folks. Well, well, I I think there, there's that level that there, there are certain questions like what it would do to a person had that you know after such a thing you know, that films don't necessarily address so I think it does at least look at following up logically I think there is there is something to that um I think you know I, I think it I think it's, it's quite a decent sequel I, I, I don't think it's my favorite sequel actually I think I'm, I'm probably more, more inclined to watch next week's film or, or possibly the one involving a uh, a big hunky Russian. Uh, a big hunky Russian. Well, he, he is very hunky. You know, you got him. Oh, you didn't mean Katerina Vit then? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was talking about Brigitte Nielsen. <laughs> oh God, hunky. <laughs> um, but, but um, next yeah. week is the campest fucking film ever. First time All I've right. seen men wearing fucking what looked like boob tubes. <laughs> is that of homoeroticism? Oh, oh, there's a scene particularly that is very, very, like... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, why grown men would dress like that, I've got no fucking idea. 
know. But I do think the first four or five minutes of that film, when we get past, obviously, the replay of the end of this film, I think it's actually masterful storytelling. So it's, it's not all like, you know, you do have some good good thoughts of the third one. I mean, what, what's your general thoughts of uh, the series from now on in? Are you kind of like, is, is it all downhill to Creed? Oh, or? it's all downhill. I mean, ne- ne- next um, next week is fun. I don't think it's a particularly good film. I think it's structured. its structure is all over the fucking place. And I think, actually, when I look back on it now, they tried to continually escalate the threat to Rocky. And now the series has calmed down again. And they've gone a bit more sort of realistic, if you like, with it, with the last couple of entries, as realistic as a 55-year-old still fighting is. Apollo is is probably the best opponent he ever fought. He was a complete boxer, uh, a very hard hitter, you know, a very talented man. Well, but that, of course, that's all around, isn't it? But but in trying to sort of ramp up the sequels, next week we've got to have a bigger, harder-looking guy, and then the week after that we've got to have a virtual fucking machine of a man, and it's it gets really silly. And Adrian is not well served in future weeks because she's just this moaning presence that you could do without, and the series kind of disappears into look how shiny we are and look how much money we've got and it, it's an ego fest and, and and four is is i think four is actually objectively the worst film but i like it a lot more than five for obvious reasons because five isn't fun or enjoyable at all but at least tries to do something different by the time you get to four it's it's montage after montage it's clumsy as hell as as sort of propaganda uh it's only about 85 minutes anyway it's like the length of superman four um, and it's a really poor film, but I can't deny that it is in its way entertaining. Next week is sort of a step on the way. It's somewhere between the quality of this and the quality of four, but it's a lot of fun. I mean, I can't knock three. And the one thing I've always said is that the first four or five minutes of that film are really, really masterful storytelling, really good visual storytelling that tells us in one short, I'm going to say the word again, because it is effectively a montage. It tells us exactly where... He is at this stage of his life, what he's been up to, and who this new threat is, and it does it in one montage really, really well. We're coming into the era of, of the music video as well now, aren't we? I mean, obviously, yes, there is that. that. That has a big cultural impact to it as well. Yeah, it's a very different series from now on. Um, it's a man who's had fame go to his head. Less and less of it gets filmed around Philadelphia certainly until we get to five, if any of it's filmed around Philadelphia. So it it loses all the touchstones that makes it this series, which means that as much as I like three and I kind of tolerate four, really the the real entries to this series to me are one, two, six, and seven. Those three in the middle kind of don't matter to me, but they're still worth seeing. Looking forward to it. Yeah, and I I think there's something to say with three, because I think three was meant to kind of coined as like the trilogy for wasn't it at that time and then he carried on with four. Um there I are things I like about it. Yeah. We we start we start getting a lot more block I mean we can see it in this film but it starts it start becoming a little bit more kind of like your typical popcorn blockbuster kind of like kind of deal. But it's still but it's still really enjoyable. Yeah, I mean two is a logical follow on to the first film. Yeah, you can argue whether you need it, but it is a logical follow-on. From there on, after, it's almost like they're dreaming up new Rocky films, 
rather than the story t- taking you there. Mm. It's almost like, well, if we did another Rocky film, what would we do? Well, let's, let's have him get a bit complacent, which is basically what three is. He gets complacent. Yeah, well, we'll, we'll, we'll get there. I mean, I, I still have a lot of time for, for free. Um, I do too, I have to say, but I, I can't argue it's a good film. Okay, well, I'll, I'll, see, I'll see what... I mean, just see how it plays to, to my eyes now. Um, and... We'll see how we get how we get on, um, but yeah, yeah, I mean, the, the, the phrases that get associated with Mister T actually come from that film. Yeah, I pity the fool is not from the A Team; it's from Rocky Three. Yeah, and so it is essentially you have to Sloan. It is Sloan who came up with "Pity the Fool," so yeah, because he wrote it. Yeah, yeah. So five, I think, is flawed. I don't think it's as that bad as it's everyone says it is. Not as bad as people make out, but, but for my memory, anyway. It, it's, it's quite just, badly. It's badly just flawed. Acted. It's just flawed. I think as a as a concert, you kind of see where it's going, but it just it just kind of like loses itself. It doesn't quite know where to go. Um, and yeah, I think you know uh, six. The last two entries I've really enjoyed. Yeah, six is a nice way to tie everything up, and uh, and Creed is Creed. Well, Creed is Creed. You know, we'll get we'll get there when we get there. So yeah, Becky, you got all this to look forward to. But what what I really like is, um, regardless of what we think of the films, I think we have at least a, an enjoyable set um, set of films coming up in this series. No, there's nothing. There's nothing here I'm dreading. Yeah, it's like, if, if if it's bad, it's going to be enjoyable at least. You know, so it's so Becca, fear not. You're you're in for uh, a pleasant ride. Okay. <laughs> but as you're watching Rocky Four in a couple of weeks' time, preparing for the podcast, just. Remind yourself, this is a series that started with a big Best Picture winner, because yeah. it's just it's just morphed into something else entirely by then. It, it does seem to be very similar to um, well, obviously different films, but obviously like Superman series. I mean, the film that started out with basically the kind of landmark adaptation of such such a beloved beloved character, which just generally takes a great big slide <laughs> downward. It hill. does, yeah, it really so. does. But yeah, they're they're all enjoyable. So I'm I'm looking forward to next week. But I have to say. This is the last entry I really like for a while. But I don't like the next three as much. Yeah, so what, what, what was your wraparound? Sorry. Did you oh, was... What was my wraparound? Well, it's oh, a little God. something I bought off the back. I think it suits me. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't really have much to, to add to that, really. Um, yeah, it's a film that, as a sequel, kind of starts, you know, stands up to the original. Um, but for me, it's hasn't surpassed the original. Um, still really not to say that I didn't enjoy it um, it has a lot of heart um, there's a bigger budget yeah. bigger budget as well <laughs> bigger, <laughs> bigger buggers <laughs> bigger <laughs> buggering that's fun that has a lot of heart and, and also a bigger budget as well yeah. Um, but yeah no so I still really enjoyed it there are some cheesy moments um, clunky dialogue and but yeah no overall yeah I still really enjoyed it um, but I'm kind of aware from here on in that there's a kind of a sliding scale that the series seems to be on. Certainly the next two, there are a lot of people who would call one or the other of them their favourite. Okay. I don't think many people would call them the best, but there are people who genuinely love three and four. Okay. And they're quite fun. So you can find me at the Pasty Kid 1976 on Twitter. Uh, you can find me at Simitronics on Twitter, and you can also find this podcast as well as Simitronics podcast, which I will be doing more episodes of. Um, at simtrotico.uk and you can find us on twitter at expect us to talk also on facebook 
um, expect us to talk. And you can also type in, do you expect us to talk on YouTube? Type that name into search box on YouTube and you can find us there as well. Um, you can also drop us an email if you'd like to. Um, if you're not a Nigerian prince wanting your bank account details, we are expected to talk at gmail.com. <laughs> they have lots of um, monies. <laughs> if you are actually a Nigerian prince and you want to give us some money, then fine. Don't use email, though, because we're not going to believe you. No. <laughs> yes, we, yeah, we, we'd rather have your serves arrive at our houses I tell you with, what, with gold. Pay tribute, to the, pay tribute to the fine history of our show. Send us it, uh, a check via carrier pigeon. <laughs> a double-taking carrier pigeon. A double-taking carrier pigeon. Because he'll drop, he'll, drop, he'll drop to the ground. We'll pick the, che- we'll pick the sort of like, piece of paper out, unroll it. It'll be the check. The pigeon will glance at it, see the amount, and double take. <laughs> Realise the amount of money it actually had, it could have just like cashed itself off. Fuck! And just fly off. Yeah. Although, opening a bank account if you're a pigeon, I imagine it's quite difficult. I mean, I mean, even if you've got one, I ain't going to carry your passport to the fucking bank. Has <laughs> big pockets. And of course, you, you know, you got a passport with a photo of you, but like to humanise, pigeons all look the same. That's very racist of you, Dave. I know. <laughs> I'm sorry. Pretty yes, and they, they all listen to funky music and commit crime. Oh, dear. Also, it was a bit of fun. We're a bit late to the party. Um, but, yeah, we're also on Letterboxd now. So if you, if you go to letterbox.com yeah. and type in expect us to talk yeah. into the search. So you know exactly what we'll be watching. Rocky 3. Rocky yeah. 4. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's not really a surprise, you know. So having listened to us talk about Rocky 2 for, like, two hours... You can go to our letterbox and see what we watched and what we thought of it. You can see, you can see what we watched, but you don't know what we thought of it. Just check. You don't need to listen to the podcast. Just, I will put that up, yeah. Yeah. When we say we're on Letterboxd, um, well, maybe just Becca. Neither of us can be asked. You know, I'm just trying, trying to think of other ways we can get that because I haven't quite set up like Pinterest or um, oh, no. any of that junk yet. So. Um, yeah, we, or Instagram. We closed the I mean, grinder account. No fucking access. <laughs> couldn't figure out how to swipe the right way, so I thought, oh, screw that. But, um, <laughs> 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 yeah, because like, neither of us, are, you know, we're not uh, like just, taking photos. We're not taking photos and stuff like that. So you don't have to be on app every app. They've been on Instagram, is there really? So <laughs> you can get us on Google Earth. <laughs> <laughs> you can find us on you Tinder. Of us you on can find us. If you're My lucky. dad's on there twice. He's on yeah, uh, street, uh, street View. He's like once once in his car. Or actually twice in his car. In different locations. I see. So yeah. Are you sure? That... I'm not going to tell you where they are. But <laughs> but he's in there in his car. Yeah, but I mean, what do you mean you're not going to tell us where they are? <laughs> I mean, if you'd gone, oh, Dorking or something, it's not like we're immediately going to go and find <laughs> it, are we? It's not much to go on. It's a top secret location. Um, No, I think the update every... Every so many years, don't they? So they'll probably raise them out at some point. Um, so yeah, we on Letterbox for some point for a while too. Is upcoming feature series? I shall trickle them rather than show it all on there. <laughs> we tease you rather than putting it all in at once. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> What's next, then, Becca? Well, funny you should mention that. <laughs> This is for people who haven't been listening to the last five minutes. We're gonna, we're gonna, we're, we're gonna get some tea action, aren't we? Yeah, a nice cup of tea. I put it in a full. We're gonna, we're gonna get a little bit of Hulk Hogan action as well. A bit of Hulk Hogan. That's gonna be an epic nostalgia trip for me. Uh, uh, 
a wonderful advert for American Express. Which means? And, and some gay bonding. <laughs> and, uh, and Apollo Creed in a boob tube. <laughs> <laughs> the worry is, right, I mean, I'm, I'm heterosexual, but, like, Adrian is in that scene. <laughs> and, actually, Apollo is the sexiest dressed human in that scene. <laughs> To be fair, he, he, he is quite a handsome individual, though, isn't he? Yeah, really? absolutely. I mean, uh, maybe. <laughs> well, maybe to your eyes, Chris, but... Uh... Rocky's very trusting when Apollo says to him, I want a favour when this is finished. <laughs> considering, he's, considering they're all cuddling and dancing and he's wearing a boot tube. The film could have finished with a watercolour of a blowjob, couldn't it? <laughs> and that, that, would, that, would, that would then be hanging on the wall in his restaurant in the late <laughs> and, and Creed would be going... <laughs> like, like the, the, fight, the, 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 the fight they have at the end of it could, could be like uh, the decider like, who gets to give and who gets to receive. <laughs> I just got this image of like Michael B. Jordan going, that's from the 10th round of the first fight, isn't it? Yeah. I heard about a uh, behind closed doors blowjob you did afterwards. <laughs> Who are you? <laughs> I was brought up by a woman who used to wipe his ass. But that's all in the future. Well, Becca's trying well, to tell us what we're covering next week. Well... <laughs> Oh, I'm just laughing over that blowjob. <laughs> it's like, yeah, like they're trying to try, they're trying to tell the stories. Like, well, you know, somebody's got to be kept secret, but uh, Apollo was cleaning his mustache for a week. Yeah. Who won? He did. <laughs> Finished a lot quicker than. than... <laughs> 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 so yeah, if you're a talented artist out there and you want to redo the painting from the end of Rocky Three, but it's a blowjob instead. <laughs> you can email us at expect us to talk at gmail.com. And we'll be back next week with Becca. <laughs> I'm still laughing so hard. I'm like, Do you expect to talk or return with Rocky 3? I've been in the fall. We've done what you.